0: Contact Centre Focus, the reality training
1: podcast. Hello, you're listening to CCF. If you're after the combined cadet force, then please go back into your search bar. It's not us. We are Contact Centre Focus. Hi, Bobby. How are we doing today?
0: I'm very well, Jeremy. How are you?
1: Yeah, absolutely good. The sun is shining. And we're going to turn immediately into one of our favourite topics. Which you used to say, if you can remember, Bob, this is where you earn your money. That used to be your expression about objection handling. Did I? This is where you earn your money, which I quite like, really. Mm. Stopping them slipping away. So we are going to look at the gorgeous topic of objection handling. Specifically, over the phone, you're handling price objections and you work in a contact center. So that's where we're going to go. This is, by the way, listenable to individuals who want to change the way they do it, as well as leaders and managers helping teams change their approach to this topic.
0: So we're going to give you a few examples of how to do this. But first of all, let's set the context. This is applicable to outbound or inbound calls. This is applicable to web chat. It's applicable to a cold calling, if you want to call it that, or probable purchases, business to business, business to consumer. This is when you've Attention. had a conversation with yeah, your customer. Absolutely. There is no contact center discipline where objection handling is not appropriate. And so the context here is that a conversation has taken place, regardless of the setup of that conversation, whatever the the format is, you've got to the point where you are talking about the price of the product and the customer, for whatever reason, is going to raise a price objection of some point. Now, this may be something like, oh, that's a bit expensive, so it could be as straightforward as that. But there's many, many variations of that type of price-related objection. It might be something like, "Mm, I think I need to check with my partner. I think I need to check with my business partner. I think I need to think about this. Mm, Well, thank you for that price. I'm now going to have a little shop around and see if I can Mm. get something similar for less. That's quite a common one. Very often these days, well, that sounds good, but I think I'll go online and see if I can get it for less. There's lots of different price-related objections that come up. And sometimes as consumers, we say things like, oh, I don't get paid for another week or so. So I'd like to wait a week before I commit to buying that and things mm-hmm. like that. We and throw our in these favorite. objections.
1: Don't forget, when we used to do a lot of work in travel, we are working again in travel, actually. Our absolute favourite was, oh, I can't commit to that holiday now. I've got to look into the kennels and getting my dog into the kennels. That's the objection. <laughs> Is it actually really a price objection? Um, I want to no. ask you first of all a very simple question, Bob. What currently happens for this isn't just gut feeling. This is from twenty-one years mm. of doing it. What currently happens mm. in most contact centers when a salesperson, customer service person, receives a price objection? What's the current default?
0: Well, let's demo it, shall we? Go for so uh, here you go, Jeremy. It's a fantastic product for you, mm, and
1: it's one hundred and seventeen pounds. Hundred? Hang on a minute. I thought it was about eighty quid. You want one hundred and seventeen? I'm not paying 117. I'm paying 80 oh, for this, please. I uh,
0: will tell you what, then look. Let, let me see what I can do. Um, because what I could do is mm-hmm. that I could apply a little offer here. Because uh, if you tell me that you've seen it for less on the web, I can let you have the web rate uh, of 95. Uh, Bob,
1: I have seen this product for less on the internet. Ah,
0: there you go. Then that means you can get it. Get it for
1: 95. Yeah, I will go ahead and place that order then. Thank you.
0: Okay, ka So that is what's known in the trade as discounting, giving people some money off with no real demonstration of value at all. There is no skill in that. Anyone can do that. And we want to help you understand that it is important for the integrity of your business to handle a price objection. Now, I'm not saying that you never have to discount. Of course you do. But you need to do something first to make sure the person understands the value at the first point. This is a really important skill to learn. So we're going to demo this now and Jeremy's going to give me some objections and I'm going to try a number of ways to handle them. Now let me also make this point. What we're going to show you here will not work every single time, but it will work quite a few times. Of course, it's not going to work every time because some people just don't want to buy. But let's just use this first technique. For those of you who want to make a note of this, it's known as permission-based objection handling. So let's see how we get on with Jeremy here. It's going to be the similar sort of product and we're coming to the point of sale and I'm saying, look, Jeremy, this is fantastic and it's £117. What?
1: 117 That's way too expensive. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. I understand how you feel. So you think that's that's way too expensive?
1: Well, when I say way too expensive, it's certainly a little bit more. I thought they were around £80. Um, okay.
0: Okay. So you thought they were more about £80. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I understand that. Regardless of the price, do you think it's the right product for you?
1: Well, yeah. No, we definitely need this. Okay. It's going to enable my okay. cat to go in and out of the cat flap and only him coming into the house. So yeah, very I important. Understand. It's good. A little bit of tech. So if
0: I was just to take you through some of the other little features here, would that help you understand the value of this product? Yeah, go on then. Because you said to me earlier that one of the problems you have with your cat is that he is bringing in half the cat gang of the street Mm. on a regular basis. Yeah, I think
1: they're having poker nights.
0: Well, yes. And of course, sometimes you're coming down in the morning to what can only be described as a feast of death in the morning. It's not good. The holes and the screws. Yeah. What this system absolutely guarantees is that it'll only be your cat that come through mm. that flap yeah. and the others mm. will just have to sit outside. And whilst that, you still might find the odd mess outside in the morning, there'll be nothing mm. inside your house.
1: Yeah. And, and that sort of strong scent of the male cat that lives nearby, that will be eradicated. Now, you know, what the hell? Things go up in price. Um if you post it today, would I be able to fit it this weekend? How long is the oh, yes, I
0: think so. Now we're done. Now that's called permission-based objection handling. Let's quickly give you the psychology there. So the first thing we did was that we empathised with the customer. I understand how you feel. Empathy is important, not sympathy. Sympathy would be this. There you go, Jeremy. You're going to give me that same objection. That's £117.
1: Whoa, £117? That's too expensive. I would be about 80 quid.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that is one of our more expensive items, actually. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is expensive.
1: Oh, so you're sympathizing with me. You agree with
0: me, yeah. Yeah, I agree. It is expensive. Yeah, it's a lot. But of you're not actually going to do anything about
1: you know.
0: it. No. Well, no. I can't. I'm just. I'm just. A, I'm just sitting here doing it. You know. So we're not paid to sympathize. We're paid to empathize, because we don't have a relationship with this person. We don't know anything about them. We're there to sell the value of the product. So I understand how you feel. I don't feel that way. The next thing we do is repeat back the objection. So Jeremy, give me another slightly more outlandish objection. There you go. It's one hundred and seventeen pounds. That you're conning me. You are conning me. Okay, I think I understand how you feel. So you think that I'm, I'm conning you at one hundred and seventeen pounds?
1: Well, you're not conning me, but I just think flipping Ada one hundred and seventeen. I thought this technology would be about eighty quid.
0: Well, wow. okay. I mean, aside from the price, do you think it's the right product for you?
1: it's impressive cat flap system yeah sure
0: okay so if i was just to take you through some of the key points that make it the right thing for you would that help you see the value
1: yeah go on then what have i missed
0: so remember you said to me and we go back into the value again now what we're doing here is a number of things first of all we're repeating back the objection each time i've repeated the objection now jeremy has modified the objection so Mm. i can't deal with that's way too expensive, but I can deal with that's a little bit more than I thought it was going to be. That's a much easier objection to deal with. Mm. And I think this is the important point about repeating about the objection. Now, you must be careful that you don't sound sarcastic. You're just repeating it as if to say, have I heard it correctly? And then the person thinks, do I really mean that? Now, the next thing we do is check they really want it. Aside from price, do you think this is the right thing? Yeah, I do. Okay, then it comes down to the value. I need to reiterate that value. And in order to do that, I need to get permission to do so. If I took you through some of the key points again, whether that help you go on then, and we go back through the value again. Now, at the end of that, Jeremy may still say, well, it's still too much money for me. And maybe I could have a small discount I can apply, but I don't need to apply a massive swinging discount mm. because I've just mm. reiterated the value to this person. And that proves that I must believe this product is worth the money that we're asking for it. So that's called permission-based objection handling.
1: And in this example, if you hadn't, as Bob so beautifully put, discovered that my cat was bringing other cats in, there was various you know, massacres taking place of local voles. If you hadn't determined that and you're questioning, then we'd clearly say, well, okay, call center-focused listeners. You've got to really train your team on their listening skills and their questioning skills so they can find out the pain points and the desires of their customers and so on. So he beautifully addressed my concerns by going back into the value that the cat flap system offers me. Any listeners interested, apparently there is a new cat flap system on the market where it relates to the chip in the cat bob. I'm going to be looking it up myself. Well,
0: I do hope that you are getting commission for that. Now, the last mm. example we'll give you is a slightly different version. It's It's what we call a related story. So in this mm. instance, Jeremy's going to hit me with a price-related objection again, but I'm going to tell him a related story that proves the value. And in this instance...
1: You're going to have some fun with this one, aren't you? Well, hey, in, in, in this in this subject matter. Well,
0: we could do that one again, but I'm also thinking that in this instance, Jeremy, I think you probably think you can probably get it cheaper online or looking elsewhere. That's going to be your objection.
1: Okay, well, look, uh, thank you, Bob. I'm pretty convinced if I sit and tap away as my teens do, I'll be able to get this product online for rather less.
0: Okay, Jeremy, well, I understand how you feel. And in fact, I get quite a few customers looking for really high-end and super safe cat systems for their home. Uh, they felt similar to you, that they could try and find it for less elsewhere. But what they found, because our expertise is fitting the right system to the right door, for the right family, for the right type of ingress, for the right type of animal, actually it's worth every penny to make sure you get the right thing, because the last thing you want to do is get the wrong thing. That's what they found.
1: Well, I mean, the fact you've used the word ingress means that you're a much <laughs> higher level than, than any salesperson i spoke to. I only ever knew about water ingress. But, you know, this <laughs> there, is, uh... you, there you go.
0: Now, <laughs> let's take you through this. I understand how you feel. Other people have felt that way. But what they have found is. Mm. So I understand mm. that you feel you can get it for less elsewhere. Other people have felt that way. You're not alone. You're not the first person to ever felt that. Oh, okay. However, cool. what people have found is that. And that's when you can spell out the value again. Now, this mm. is a related story. Mm. Only a tiny percentage of people want to be early adopters and buy things mm. you know, at high prices in the early stages. Most of us want to buy for a bit less when it's been proved to us that something's brilliant. So if we can explain that to a customer and explain that there's a related story here that shows these people are like you and they've made the right decision to buy, we're much more likely to go for it as well.
1: Just for an example, you were once sold an office blind that turned by a guy in a department store who said, when you said that's oh, a me so I how you feel, but one thing, and other people have felt that, but one, what people have found, if they own dogs, their dogs go up to the blinds, and just put their faces... And the dog will love to receive some of that cool air as well. So it won't just benefit you, benefit your dog as well. And you went, All right, yeah, great. No, I'm having that. <laughs> I remember you coming back and telling me about the feel felt found guy in the homewares store. I thought, good on him. So we've given you two systems.
0: Yes. Permission-based and uh, related stories. Practice these. We've given you examples, but you, know, you need to make that adaptation for your own products and your own services and think about how it would work and you might not use our language but the way that we've done it in the order we've done it is the correct way to do it so mm. please give that a bit of a listen and a bit of a practice and i'm pretty certain it will increase your conversion rate against the price objections that you receive anything else to add Jeremy? yeah
1: my final tip is why not create an objection handling board where you write down all the objections the team are getting and if they manage to manage the objection they just go in the box and they put a little tick and they put in their initials other members of the team can go claire can i talk to you you've just handled find it cheaper online can i ask what technique you used oh well when it came to the permission bit i asked the permission brilliant you want to find out who's good in your team at this and who struggles good well look we'll be back on another one soon thank you for your wonderful input bobby take care thank and you. thank you for tuning in do give us a review tell your friends copy the link pass it on cheers for now Bye. Bye.